Hey everybody, this is David Haywood again from The Mortgage Breakers uh, talking to you in another one of our episodes. Uh, today it's a, a really, really important one for you to listen to and, and get your head around um, and it's all about mortgage jail, uh, what it is, uh, why it's important for you to understand um, what it is and what you can do about it. Um, it's been in the media quite a lot. You've probably have seen a lot of the things that the media have uh, said around it um, and have been discussing around how this is impacting on ordinary Australians. Now, if you are one of the 800,000 to a million people who, who are coming off a fixed rate loan in the next 12 months, this is a really critical episode for you to listen to um, because I want to explain to you how it's going to impact on you. Uh, and then um, uh, at the end of the uh, the podcast, I'll, I'll indicate to you that we've got another one coming up, um, which will also talk to you about how to get out of mortgage jail. Uh, it's also something we've got covered in our Mortgage Academy, which um, you can register into and um, download the uh, lessons to figure out what you need to do. All right, so without any further ado, let's talk about it. Mortgage jail. Um, look, this is essentially um, uh, meaning you're trapped in your mortgage. You cannot refinance to another bank, even if you want to. You have no other alternative but to accept the current interest rates and you can't get out of rising interest rates. Now, this is critical and it's actually quite uh, concerning for a lot of people. What does it mean you're trapped in your mortgage? It means you just say, for example, you've got a mortgage and you don't like the interest rate the bank is giving you and um, you want to go out and negotiate a better rate with another institution, at least uh, see what you can do. Well, you can't, essentially. You've got no other option but to stay where you are. Um, you have no option to refinance because no other bank or lending institution is going to give you the funds you need. Uh, you've got no other alternative but to stay where you are and to accept the rate as it is. So essentially paying a higher rate plus, and probably even more concerning, any rate rises the banks decide to continue to give you over the period of your loan, you're trapped. So let me just explain to you um, how this works. Uh, look, I used to work for a financial institution. I used to work for a bank. I used to be a mortgage broker. I've trained over 7,500 bankers, as you guys would have known from my previous podcast. Banks are not stupid, right? Banks know interest rates rise over time. They've been in the business for at least 150 years. They've seen the cycle of interest rates, and they know what's cheap today is not going to be cheap tomorrow. So they've got a pretty good history of understanding what happens with interest rates. They've seen all the trends. So, for example... You could, go, you could go back as far as 1962 and you will see the interest rates were down to the level we, we were at uh, just recently at around about 2%. Um, now, if you had a, if you took out a home loan in 1962, over that 30 years, those rates would have ridden, risen from 2% to 18%, which is what actually happened in the early 90s. The banks are not dumb. They've seen all this, right? So they need to understand, all right, you come to them and you want to get a home loan from them they're going to factor that into their calculation about whether you can afford to repay the mortgage you're currently looking for. Now, the banks use um, about four critical criteria in terms of assessing you, but your ability to repay the debt based on your income stream is uh, really one of the most critical elements I look at. So they assess this around your ability to, to pay the loan in the future. They call this an assessment rate or a reference rate, meaning... Um, it's a rate that's higher than your current variable rate. And they use this formula to determine your ability to repay the debt. Now, this formula is typically, and it does change, but I've heard that APRA has made a, a calling recently, but this rate is typically 2.5% to 3% on the, 
on top of the standard variable rate. So what does that mean? So probably the easiest way to do this is to, to show you a calculation, but it's just to walk you through uh, calculation. So just say you took out a $500,000 home loan over 30 years and the variable rate was 6% from your bank. Now, I know you can do a lot better than that, but let's just assume that's what the bank has done. You would pay on average about $3,000 per month back to the bank. Not on average, it's pretty well spot on. Now, the bank's not going to use that $3,000 as the actual calculation on affordability, meaning figuring out whether you can actually repay them. What they're going to do is they're going to use this reference rate. And if we assume that reference rate is 3% above the standard variable at 6%, which means the rate they're going to assess you at is 9%, then they will calculate your repayments being $4,000 per month, not $3,000 per month, which is essentially one-third more or $1,000 more. So this is where it gets a little bit tricky to understand how this all works. But what essentially that means is your affordability to repay the loan over the period of time is now reduced by 30%. Now, if you consider that in terms of when you may have borrowed the money, uh, whether it was three or four or five years ago, and nothing has changed to your financial situation in terms of income or living expenses or anything like that, it means you may not be able to afford to repay the loan they gave you initially. So how does a bank calculate it? So the bank will take that $4,000 per month and then they'll calculate that on whether you can afford to, to repay it. They look at all your income streams, they look at all your debts, and they look at your, uh, your living expenses. Then this is where it gets a little bit complicated. All banks use different formulas to calculate your affordability. Now, this is critical for you to understand. Some use a percentage of your income. Some use the amount your payment is as a formula. Some work out the interest cover, they call it, and what that relates to your income stream and that percentage calculation or multiplier. They're all different. Some actually use net income after your expenses, which means how much money you've got left at the end of each month. It is important for you to understand that all banks use these different formulas because you may not qualify with your existing bank to refinance, but because another bank uses a different formula, you definitely may qualify. So this is why using a great broker is important for you to understand what you can do here, right? Because a great broker will tell you. So what do you need to do if you're in mortgage draft? So let me just tell you how this would work. So say so you want to now refinance, your bank has got you at a variable rate of close to 6%. Uh, you go to your bank and you say to them, I want to refinance and I want to get a cheaper deal. They say, well, this isn't, buddy, sorry, you can't because when we assess your loan now, guess what? You can't afford to because the interest rates are higher. So you just have to stay put. This is where it gets a little bit messy because when you start to think about it, you go, well, how is that fair, right? It doesn't really seem fair. So you're prepared to continue to take my money and you know that interest rates are going to go to 9%. And so you're going to pass those on to me at 9%, but you're not prepared to refinance me at a cheaper rate. In fact, I think that's a pretty ordinary, in my opinion. I think there's something needs to be done about this. The banks will talk about this in relationship. Well, it's not our call. It's APRA's call. Uh, yes and no. Um, essentially, it's the standard variable rate that the bank is using. Uh, I saw something in, in the media yesterday. kind of pissed me off, actually. One of the heads from one of the big banks, and I remain nameless so I don't get sued by these guys, but basically saying, oh, yeah, we're here to help people. So all they need to do is basically, if they get themselves into financial strife, come to us, talk to our mortgage hardship team, 
and we'll work out a deal with you. And 90% of the time, people are really happy with the deal we're working out. And here's my opinion on that. That's a lot of rubbish. If the banks were so interested in helping you and wanting to help you, then why wouldn't they just reduce their variable rate and not actually have so much margin on that rate rather than waiting for people to get into financial difficulty and strife and make the billions of dollars of profit they're currently making? I think that argument is a lot of bullshit. And quite frankly, I think the person who made it needs to be thinking a little bit more about their customers. Now, I'm not singling them out per se. All the banks will have the same sort of thing. And let me just say this. The banks are in it to make money. Their profit, the majority of their profit comes from getting funds in, which is deposits, and lending those funds out, which is mortgages. That's how they make their money, right? And if you look at where they were making their money, how much money they made in 2001 and how much money they're making in 2023, it's an amazing difference, right? So, but you have a choice here, right? And I'm not bashing them you know, per se, but you do have a choice of whether you're prepared to give them your money or not um, and what you need to do. So with this mortgage jail, you're kind of now stuck. What do you do? You know, interest rates are rising. Um, you know, you want to get out of the loan and get a better deal, but you can't. Well, here's a, this. I'm going to go into a lot more detail in the next podcast and one of the lessons we have in the Mortgage Academy, and I'll, I'll talk to you about that in a little second. Um, there are certain things you can do, um, but here's some steps you can take if you feel you're in mortgage jail. Step number one is first calculate whether you actually are in a mortgage jail. So I would go back to my bank and say to them, okay, so I'm looking at refinancing my loan. What's the best deal can you do for me? Um, get them to calculate what the best deal is and get them to figure out for you at no cost whether you can refinance, not sorry, not refinance, whether you can actually get that cheaper deal from the bank. They'll tell you pretty pretty straightforwardly. They'll say, sorry, you don't qualify anymore. We've just got to leave you where you are. We can't actually put another application into the credit system because if we do, you won't qualify and we'll need, our, need to get our money back. So go to your bank. Step number two, find a good broker. If you don't have a good broker, talk to us. We have a network of fantastic brokers. So go to your broker and get a great broker and help you get your, put, their, put your information into their software system and find out who you actually qualify with. Remember what I said before, all banks use a different formula to calculate your affordability. Most of the broker groups today and most of the brokers have software that uh, they can use. They'll, take, they'll put in your uh, financial stuff like your income, your expenses, your debts, your credit uh, cards and your stability and all sorts of stuff, they'll put it into their software. It will tell them which banks you actually will qualify for based on the information you have provided. Now, it's not a guarantee because they can't guarantee. They still have to submit it to the lender, but it gives you a pretty good idea. You need to be talking to brokers who actually have at least 20 to 30 lenders. If they've got more than 30 lenders, even better because you'll qualify for more. The third thing you can do is you can go online and use the many calculators you can see in some of the comparison websites that are offering you information around mortgages. Now, we've got those on our website. You just need to go into www.mortgagebreakers.com.au. Um, you'll see that there is some comparison websites on one of our pages. Go into those websites, put your information in and see what you can qualify as well. It's a similar sort of thing that the, the brokers would be using. Or we have created an online calculator that you can use. We're using our own formula here. It's not 100% accurate, but it gives you a pretty good uh, gauge about whether a banking institution may or may not want to refinance your loan 
based on some formulas that we know that they actually use. So we've created a pretty simple calculator for you to do that. So uh, what can you do if you want to break uh, out of mortgage jail? So that's the first steps I just told you. The second things you can do is we've, we've created about seven critical things that you can do. Uh, it's in our mortgage academy. It's a lesson which is called Break Free from Your Mortgage Jail. Go and have a look at that um, and do the tutorial on that. Or you can stay tuned for our next podcast. We'll explain in greater detail uh, what you need to do to break free your mortgage jail. We also have a webinar coming up, which I'll take you through. I'll host that webinar uh, and I'll have some slides and some information we can talk to you. But for you to get access to that um, webinar, you need to get, you're going to need to register with uh, Mortgage Breakers so we can notify you when that webinar is running. Um, I also have created for you guys a mortgage survival guide, um, which uh, we talked about in the last podcast. It's available on our website. Uh, if you haven't got that, you need to get that and you need to download it. Um, so we'll be doing the same thing with get, Escaping Mortgage Jail. We'll be giving you guys a cheat sheet and a PDF guide about what you actually need to do. So I hope that's been a benefit to you. Um, the last thing I just want to say to you, which is probably the most important part of this podcast, do not wait. Every time interest rates go up, you are now getting yourself in a situation where that reference rate is going up, your affordability is going down, and your ability to refinance is getting less and less. So if you've got uh, a fixed rate loan coming up for renewal, I'd be suggesting to you, you get off your asses now and you start look, looking at what you can do now to put yourself in the most important uh, position you can to refinance. If you wait when there's prediction that interest rates are going to go up again next week uh, and then another in the next quarter again, so at least another two to three interest rate rises. Now, I, don't, I can't guarantee that, guys, because I'm not uh, in the Reserve Bank of Australia, nor am I a bank. But I can tell you, if the Reserve Bank goes up in interest rates, the banks will go up in interest rates. And so therefore, your affordability will be declined and you will be more and more stuck in mortgage jail. But we have the keys. We can help you with those keys. You need to get involved with what we do. You need to be um, registering in our website, looking at our webinars and looking at, at the tutorials we offer you and downloading our guides because that's the only way you're going to get ahead and um, we've got some tips and tactics for you to engage in. So I hope that's been beneficial to you. You can always drop us a line at info at mortgagebreakers.com.au or go into the website again, which is www.mortgagebreakers.com.au. Um, if you know anybody else, uh, by the way, who is stuck in mortgage jail uh, and is really struggling to pay back their mortgage, then get them to join us as well. The more we have in our group, the better it's going to be because we have the power of numbers to be able to go out and negotiate better deals. We also have a, a program called Bank Bidder, which essentially is taking your information um, in a very short form, very simple format, and going out to the networks and banks and saying, what can you do for this client? Give them the best deal you possibly can. So I hope that's been a, um, a benefit to you. I look forward to uh, talking to you in the next podcast. Again, stay tuned because... That'll be coming up about the seven critical steps you can do to get out of mortgage jail. I'll go into a lot more detail about the things that uh, can be done. So thanks for your time, guys. I appreciate that. And um, I will talk to you soon. Have a great day.